Hey everyone, this is Tosca Bear from Columbus, Ohio, and you're listening to The Current Motion. This, this is, is The Current, current motion. motion. The Current, current motion. motion, our, our community's online meeting place. Now we do have Tosca Bear on the line. Hello, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Thanks so much for jumping online. Um, we've been we've been talking about this for quite some time and just different time zones and scheduling and all that. But it's so good to finally have you on and see you see you on the screen. It's uh, yeah, awesome. I love technology. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, so yeah, my name is Jason Porter. I go by the alias Tosca Bear. I live in Columbus, Ohio here. And I just released my first full-length LP, Year of the Beard, uh, this past January. Uh, January 8th, I recorded it uh, throughout all of 2020 during the year of quarantine. Uh, the year where no one shaved and grew beard. <laughs> yeah, just released it sort of reflecting on um, that year and and really the past decade of my life. And uh, ever since then, it's it's been getting uh, picked up in a few places and I couldn't be more thrilled that my first album has been getting the sort of feedback that it's gotten. So I'm very happy. I love that in the year where no one showed because in Sydney especially, we're going through that at the moment. We're locked down until the end of September, possibly longer. So as you can see, wow, it's, it's, yep. it's a year of the beard. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, your name as well, Tosca Bear. How did that come about? Um, well, I've always been a big fan of the word Tosca. It's a, it's a Russian word that doesn't have a direct translation in English, which is what I'm fascinated by. I think anytime there's a word that doesn't have a direct English translation, I, I find that fascinating. Um, you know, like the word uh, wanderlust, like it doesn't have a one-to-one -one translation. It requires an explanation to understand it. Tosca is something like that as well. And it's a sense of melancholy, kind of a sense of sadness, but more of um, a, uh, a battle-worn experience you carry with you to make yourself stronger. And that's one thing I, I was really drawn to is that I'm not someone who lives with a lot of regrets or sadness. I rather uh, grow from those kind of experiences and I think it makes you stronger and tougher. And a lot of the things I touch on on the album are about those experiences in life. So I sort of identify Tosca as like a knowingness of the hardships you've had in your past and you know, sort of wearing it as a badge of honor. And then bear comes from, uh, I guess, just being a bear in the gay community and trying to sort of reach out to that, you know, my people that way. Yeah, beautiful. How did you start your musical journey, Jason? Uh, well, when I was in uh, high school in my late teen years, um, I I picked up the guitar and and started just playing around on it. I, I was self-taught, just playing guitar to like you know bands like Weezer and Green Day. And after I taught myself how to, to play guitar, I uh, joined up with a couple of my friends and we started a band. Um, but I was always more fascinated by writing music than I was with covering music. I think just like kind of creating something new was always way more exciting to me than trying to recreate what someone else had done. So I started writing songs when I was in high school. And then um, when I was in college, about eight to 10 years ago, I started writing my own solo music and 
plinking around with various programs to sort of making it a reality, but uh, wasn't really able to achieve the heights I wanted. It was also a lot harder to share music with people back then because it was before streaming was a thing where uh, if I wrote a song and recorded it, I'd have to basically just convince my friends to download it <laughs> to, to get it out there. But now with the advent of streaming, I thought, you know, I could I could sit down, pour my heart into an album, make it as good as I want. And it actually has the ability to be reached by anybody. You know, anybody that has a streaming service that they use will be able to find it instantly and listen to it. So the ease of sharing music is really what got me to want to make an album in this day and age. How has the uh, response to Year of the Beard been so far? A lot better than I would have ever anticipated being a brand new artist who uh, doesn't know a lot of other queer musicians, indie musicians. So I sort of just took a gamble that, you know, I was going to make this for myself, share it with my friends and family. And if a few people listen to it, then cool. But um, after I released it, I tried to promote it in whatever way I could. And, um, you know, I started uh, posting it on various, you know, LGBT social media groups and and um, started sending uh, shouts on Growler, which is the Bear social network app, because, you know, I figured that was my best avenue. I think that like indie musicians, the whole scene is, is so oversaturated that it's really hard to get picked up um, unless you can really hit a target audience that you're going for. So by, for me, the challenge was how do I reach other LGBT people um, who like music and how do I reach other bears? And uh, so I started targeting um, various cities and sending out shouts on social media. And that really, really uh, sort of skyrocketed the streams and interested. Um, big shout out to Harbor City Bears because they're the ones that saw my shout and um, eventually, you know, started promoting me there. So that it sort of just snowballed after that. And now I feel uh, really connected to a lot of various music scenes and super happy about it yeah it was amazing because of our first lockdown i was starting the current motion and stefan got in contact with me and we've been talking about getting a show together called the bear essentials on the current motion and he said during lockdown he was exploring the world of bear music and he came across you and it's just so amazing um big thank you to harbor city bears and stefan as well they just recently um highlighted the current motion in their latest newsletter as well so yeah much love to bears worldwide as well and across australia the year of the beard jason is there a storyline throughout from beginning to end that's a good question i sort of wanted this album to be a reflection of my life where i'm at in life and the things i deal with on a day-to-day -day basis you know being someone in in their 30s I think a lot of popular music is about, you know, um, first love, really like young things, but I wanted to touch on something that was a little bit more like later in life, because that's what I go through. So um, it's hard when you want to write from a place of experience without being too specific. So I guess Year of the Beard sort of encompasses a year in the life of someone who is in their you know, young 30s transitioning from, I would say, young adulthood into that middle age of their life and all of the changes that come with that that you might not have uh, been ready for. And that's sort of the crux of the album is aging. It's really about aging 
and then the um, the changes that you go through as you age, particularly with um, friends and family and relationships and sort of those uh, those things that you don't see coming. So um, right off the bat, the first track on the album, Time to Let Go, is basically a letter to myself because I'd been wanting to make an album for so long and hadn't done it out of fear of it being not received well or you know me releasing something and then being embarrassed about it. The song was really about like, it is time to let go of all of the things that you are procrastinating bite the bullet and just make it and it's reflected in the lyrics um in in the second verse of time to let go there's a little bit of a back and forth between the main vocals and in the backgrounds about like what if it fails what if it you know what if what if what if and then you know the call and response basically just being like you it's time to do it like who cares it's time to do it so that first song is really what kicked off the entire album after i wrote that was when i decided i want to make an album about these themes and then from there each of the songs just touch on various things in my life some of them a lot more surface level like prom queen days is a song i wrote about basically coming into contact with people who are i guess i'm gonna say past their prime but still think that they are the most important thing and the world revolves around them and um you know people who still the popular people from high school that still have that elitist attitude and i guess just trying to shut them down a little bit <laughs> and then yeah conflict management is a song sort of about just like the political unrest in america and things that i was a lot more ignorant to when i was younger that i now can see um, a lot more clearly as i'm older and then a song like help me out is about sort of falling out with an old friend that you know, you used to be as thick as thieves, and then as you get older, it's sort of hard to keep those friendships alive and asking for them to help, you know, put in their, you know, their side of the work. And then, yeah, I guess Break the Cycle is a song about, you know, suffering with a friend with addiction and um, the consequences that has on a, on a longtime friendship. I could go into further detail about all these, but you get the picture of just sort of like the things you experience as you're a little bit older and a little bit more mature and how they still kind of impact you, you know, emotionally. Yeah. It's so nice the way you've embraced all of that and captured all those experiences and thoughts because the tracks on Year of the Beard are covering a range of um, genres as well. I guess in that sense, like with fireworks, um, my partner loves that one. And it's so it's it's reflective, but also optimistic for the future as well. And prom queen days, when that song comes on, <laughs> I, I'm de I always do a lounge stage show for my partner. <laughs> when I first heard your album, I was just like, wow, it's so cool to have, and it's a debut album. It's so cool to have an album that's so developed. Like, it, yeah, and you're a major part of that. You, of course, singer, songwriter, and production as well. Of course, you've got um, other collaborators on the album. Are you uh, collaborating with other artists at the moment or looking to in the future? Yes, definitely. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and so I usually build all of my songs from the ground up myself, and then if I think there's room for a collaboration, then I sort of seek it out. So on You're the Beard, like, Help Me Out just had this big 80s kind of cheesy new wave ballad sense to it. So I was like, I need to get a sax solo in this. So I, you know, collaborated with somebody on that. On this new album, I'd kind of like to take that a step further because I've been so lucky to, since the release of the album, get into contact with a lot of other independent 
queer artists who um, I think it would be really, really fun to collaborate with. So I've currently got three songs in the works on my new record that I'm working on three different songs that have three different collaborators that I'm currently working with to sort of develop a really fun feature. Because as I connect with more people, I'd love to get, you know, more people's influence uh, on my work to really sort of volley a song back and forth until it can reach its, its full potential. Have you toured or traveled much with your music or by yourself? No, not no, all. not. We got to get you no. to Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little wild because I started working on the album January of 2020, and you know, lockdown for us in the states started March of 2020. So I would say 90% of the production of the album was during quarantine, which is why I was able to crank the whole thing out in like a year because it was all I worked on. And um, this summer now in the States is sort of the first summer where lockdown restrictions have started to lift. Um, but even as they start to lift, you know, there's still the worry of going back into another lockdown. So I have not performed any of this live to an audience yet because there has not really been any opportunity to do that until the past month or two. So right now I'm focusing on just writing, recording, you know, that's how I get my practice in. And then if we find ourselves in a place where COVID is eradicated, or at least to a place where future lockdowns are not an issue, I would love to start playing live to, to audiences. What's the best thing about being Oscar Bear? <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, I I think I have a pretty, I guess, unique point of view. Like you said earlier, um, with talking about making that Bear Essentials show, I haven't seen a lot of other Bear artists out there. And if they're out there, they're really hard to find because there's not a, you know, like a social network where all of these artists can like sort of get together. You have to sort of find them. And um, so I think being a Bear artist in their 30s, automatically sort of gives me a unique product and things that I'm that I sing about and I write about. I also think I'm lucky and it's great to be me because I sort of have the ability to be a jack of all trades. So, you know, I'm, I don't just play guitar, I play a multitude of instruments and pretty much every single instrument you hear on that album was played or sequenced by me. Um, other than that, epic saxophone solos. So what I think is great about me is that, you know, if I want to do a big guitar rock song, I can make that happen myself. You know, I don't need to hire a band to play my music. If I want to write, uh, you know, a small little ballad with piano, like I can do that as well. If I want to sequence eight synthesizer lines that are all battling each other back and forth. I can do that myself as well. So I like covering various genres on an album. I don't want my album to just sound like a bunch of the same songs. I like jumping back and forth. And I think having like a pretty wide breadth of musical knowledge and influences allows me to sort of make whatever kind of song I can imagine, I can execute it and sort of make make that happen. Through the journey of, I guess, creating Year of the Beard and coming into your own through that transitional period, have you become more aware or have you always been aware of causes and and organizations around your local area, but also around the planet and any that you may like to highlight or mention? I mean, yeah, I've always tried to stay 
astute to the, you know, to, to, I guess I'll say political causes or the causes of, you know, marginalized groups. So at a really young age, uh, I've been very, very passionate about LGBT rights. I worked at an LGBT center when I was in college. So that was before the time where marriage equality was legal in the United States. So that was like the big fight 10 years ago. But since marriage equality was passed federally in the United States in 2015, um, there are still a number of things that are not legal in the United States, like workplace discrimination is still not banned on a federal level. Um, housing discrimination is still not banned on a federal level. So anything that gives more rights to LGBT Americans and people around the world is something that I'm really passionate about. So, um, you know, countries where it's still illegal to be queer, you know, things like that. I'm very passionate about as far as in the States right now in the United States is very uh, volatile politically. So that's, you know, that's what the song conflict management is about that. It's very much two rivaling sides of this country. And that's something I'm also really passionate about because I think there is a campaign of misinformation in the United States, a campaign of people who are anti-science, you know, anti-climate change, anti-things that um, just due to the amount of misinformation that is spread around here. So those are all things that I'm very passionate about and hope to play some role in hopefully making some change for the good. Now, for everyone who isn't as blessed to have like Harbour City Bears and Stefan <laughs> from Harbour City Bears shining the light on artists like yourself, how can people become involved? You can tell the masses directly. And where can people find out more about Tosca Bear? <laughs> uh, the most active social media presence I have is on Instagram. So that's where I post updates about my life, about my music. Um, you can follow me there at Tosca underscore bear. I love, love, love talking to other musicians, to fans, to anybody who's out there that's heard my work and likes it. You can always send me a message and I will always respond. I love connecting with people. So yeah, you can follow my Instagram for updates. And then my uh, album is on pretty much every single streaming app. So if you've got Spotify, Apple Music, all of those things, you can find my album. And um, I've got new music in the pipeline, which should be coming in the next couple of months. So awesome. stay tuned for that. Exciting. So that's one major event happening on the planet. Are you looking forward to anything? Is anything happening around your town? Not much. Columbus is um, a pretty big uh, city. We have a great music scene and we have a great LGBT scene here. We have a ton of queer people here in Columbus, but we don't have a big LGBT music scene. So that's one thing that I'm hoping to maybe bridge those two gaps in the next couple months here. But, um, you know, as we're just starting to come out of lockdown, artists are just starting to perform for the first time again. So I'm hoping that in the next year or so, things will really start to pick up. Would you have a message to share, Jason, to the listeners? I guess I would just say, you know, continue to do you, no matter how, how old you are, like what you look like, what your body type is, what you sound like, you know, there's no box you have to fit into. And I think the more unique you are, the more special you are. So uh, embrace that about yourself and, you know, write a song about it. It's great to have you on the current motion and especially catching up now on the Brecky Show. Thank you so much, Tosca Bear. You have a beautiful evening over your way. Yes, and you have a great morning over there on Wednesday. 
No, I just want to thank you again so much for this opportunity. Uh, again, big shout out to you guys at the Current Motion and a big shout out to uh, Harbor City Bears because if it wasn't for them and Stefan for reaching out, then this would have never happened. So I'm just humbled beyond all belief and thank you so much for the opportunity and I hope we all stay in touch and can continue to uh, collaborate again in the future. Yep, no worries. Catch up soon. <laughs> all right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Tosca Baird, all the way from Columbus, Ohio. Thank you so much to Jason for um, catching up. Yep, so much uh, music happening here on The Breakfast Show. We are still going to continue featuring Year of the Beard by Tosca Bear as well. We're going to go with the title track, Year of the Beard, here right now and come back with Time to Let Go. Hi, my name's Louis Lebrun. Hi, this is AJ Virtual. Hey, this is Sol. Hey, this is Samuel. Hey, everyone, this is Tosca Bear, and you're listening to The Current Motion. Current Motion is currently running a GoFundMe campaign and we want to thank the following people for your support. DJ Nayar, Amy Alice Campbell and AAC Publishing. Missy and all the crew at The Nest, Creative Space and SKV 06. Tosca Bear, Jeffrey the Lion, John Kay, Samuel, Nikki Green and Milestone Entertainment, Stephen Ross, Luke Atkinson and Ryder from The Chins. Jump on and support. You can find us on all the socials. Just search The Current Motion.